Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Showman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space. As per usual, I'm joined by my fairy co-host Slade, who's down here to my right. Uh, we just got back from a nice long walk, so he probably won't have too much to, to say today. But nonetheless, he's here with me back on his co-host duties. So I'm back again with, again, food for thought as per usual, a bit of a mindset as per usual. And we also had Flex Fights 17 this past weekend. So I'll touch on that a little bit before I get into our mindset for the week. Another night uh, that was uh, just an absolutely great event. What's nice is the more and more I do these events, the more I get to know uh, the coaches, the more I get to know the fighters. And now my, my, uh, my background with these fighters is much deeper. My ability to go into detail about them is much easier because I know who they are much more. And... As a result, I also typically know what they're good at that much more. I can talk about some of their past fights that I witnessed and so forth. Um, so just overall, a great night of fights. I forget how many we went in, but it was something like five or six before the judges became necessary. We had finish after finish after finish. Uh, some really, really compelling fights, some really great comebacks. Um, one thing that really kind of stood out from the night, uh, the two young men who were fighting, uh, Brian and John O'Day, brothers, both proud U.S. Marines and uh, fighting, both coming off of a loss on our July card. And uh, the July card, they both had some pretty tough fights. They both had just absolute wars that they were in. And they were coming in hungry for a win. Um, one of them fighting in a rematch as well. So just a, it was an exciting potential night ahead of us. And the, the O'Day brothers went out and uh, they performed amazingly. Both fight, both brothers won by knockout, both of them in less than 20 seconds. The combined time they were in the ring was something like 38 seconds or 41 seconds, something silly like that. Like it was that little bit amount of time. So just a spectacular performance by them. A night I'm sure they'll never, they and their family will never forget. Really, really cool. Uh, we had an awesome co-main event uh, in our middleweight title against two really respectful and really talented martial artists. We had a bit of what I would call an upset in our main event uh, with Charlie Cabrera taking the, the bantamweight title. Just, again, a great night of fights overall. Um, a little bit of announcement when it comes to flex fights. Um, myself and, and TJ, who I usually do the recap podcasts, um, obviously he and I got together. We did some interviews. Um, but being able to sit down and do a big, long preview show or a big, long recap show, A, that's difficult, and B, 
um, it wasn't as easy to consume. We found that releasing the interviews as reels on social media went way better. So that's what we're going to do from now on. Uh, we'll likely do a short recap, you know, five minutes or so, and release it as a reel like that on uh, on our social medias, on our Instagrams. And the same will be true for a couple of interviews if we can catch them. And likely we will do a preview the same way. So just be on the lookout for that. Again, if you're not sure where to find my social media, you can go to linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli, S-E-N-S-E-I-L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. My link tree is right there. So moving on, a lot of times in flex fights, uh, I'm, I'm motivated and there's like a mindset or something that jumps out to me um, from that night. And there were certainly some things to learn from, you know, we on the broadcast all of a sudden lost power, like completely out of nowhere. It was crazy. Like, uh, I forget what fight of the night we were up to, but it was towards the end of the night and all of a sudden power was just out and we had to improvise, adapt and overcome. And uh, thankfully Dave Delaraca, uh, one of my broadcast partners was able to put on his day job hat and we were able to get that problem solved pretty quickly and get back on rolling. But, uh, a quote that stuck out to me earlier in the week that was really t- so this quote that stuck out to me uh it was something I, I forget the video that i was watching specifically but it's funny because i actually happened to see it in a couple of videos after that that's usually what happens on social media right you see the you see the quote on one video and then you see it again and again and again and that was certainly the case here so the uh, the video was simply the idea that you don't negotiate with yourself I, I remember the initial one that started it now. It was a gentleman who's a crossfitter and uh, he posts a lot of funny but also motivational stuff. And uh, he was talking about not negotiating with that inner voice, with that little voice in our head. Because often that little voice does not come from a place of strength. Usually that inner voice comes from a place of weakness, especially in the moment. Here's what I mean. Right? We can have a strong inner voice when it when we're not doing anything right it's easy to make big big goals big plans i mean think about it new year's resolution time is coming up right and as such we know so many people who talk so big when it comes to what they're going to do in the new year and they talk about all you know these goals and that those goals and blah 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 blah. and nonetheless you know oh this is the year they're going to get in shape this is the year they're going to quit smoking this is the year they're finally going to follow that nutrition plan or start that business, right? They have all these big plans because there's no pressure on. And yeah, the voice in their head might say, oh, we're totally going to do this. It's a little bit different. I'm talking about in the moment. I'm talking about when the chips are down, when things are tough, when you're at a moment where you have to make a choice. Do you go left or do you go right? Do you push on or do you hold back? Now, those are the moments where that little voice is usually the voice of our human weakness. It's usually the time where that little voice is the loudest, when that, that little seed of doubt just creeps into our mind. And when it does, one of the worst things we can do is negotiate with that voice. Right? I'll illustrate why in a moment, but just under, obviously we understand um the idea, the principle of negotiating, but really, what are you negotiating with? You're negotiating with your self-doubt. So really, what are you doing? You're giving in to your self-doubt. So the thing I've heard about negotiating, but funny nonetheless, there's a, a pretty famous attorney who is um, 
an internet personality. He's on some podcasts. He's very famously represented a lot of famous people, Chris Brown, so on and so forth, uh, named Mark Garagos. And Mark Garagos uh, was talking about negotiation once on a podcast that I heard him on. And he goes, I was always taught in law school that good negotiating means that both people walk away from the table a little bit unhappy. So again, both people walk away from the table a little bit unhappy. That's good negotiating. That means everybody gave something and everybody got something. So, okay, let's think about that for a second. If, you, if you're negotiating with that little voice in your mind, really negotiating with yourself, right? So you're negotiating with yourself. Now who gets all of that little bit of unhappy? You get it all. You get both people's worth. So it's going to leave you double unhappy. So you've argued yourself into a corner. Instead, what we have to do is not let that voice have a choice. Let me give you some examples as to what I'm talking about. For example, right, when it comes to working through exhaustion, let's stick with fitness for right now. I think it'll be pretty easy for us to wrap our head around. When we're working out really hard, right? We're throwing round kicks on the bag, for example. We're taking our Tiger Showman's class. We're whipping our round kicks into the bag. And as the round kicks are going, uh, things are, things are, the conditioning is starting to wear down, right? Our lungs are burning. Our legs are burning. That little voice of self-doubt creeps into our mind. Is that voice of self-doubt going to tell you to throw as many more kicks as you can? No. That little voice in your head is not there to be like, keep pushing, right? That's not the first voice anyway. The first voice is usually, oh my God, I'm feeling, oh my God, I'm feeling in bed. And it's starting to reel you back. It's starting to try to slow you down, to take your foot off the accelerator a little bit. So what happens then? You don't get your best round, right? You leave the round knowing you could have done a little more. And sure, maybe in the moment you're able to fool yourself into thinking like, oh, I really worked hard. But later on that night, you're brushing your teeth as you're getting ready for bed. And all you're thinking about is, man, I can't believe I quit on myself in that moment. Right? Because you know it. When you're, laying, when you're laying in bed that night and you're still awake and your mind is racing through your day, you're going to think back to that moment and you're going to realize, oh, man, I gave up on myself. And that's not a fun feeling at all. Now, by the, by the same token, if you don't negotiate with that voice, if you don't listen to that voice at all, then what happens is you're going to wind up in a stronger place. Right? If you tell yourself, if the voice tells you, slow down a little bit. You can still work your technique and, and and not, you know, work as hard. Maybe. But why would you want to find out? Why not work just as hard, still work, work on your technique, and leave the round with a sense of pride? See, it's a very different thing. It's a very, very different thing. So we should never really negotiate with that voice in our head, right? Let's use a strength training example because then we can put numbers out there and it will make it that much easier okay so let's say you're lifting weights well so that way it's really easy to wrap our head around right nothing with time constraints nothing uh you know with competition or whatever you're straight up lifting weights right you're doing bench press so again we're going to pick the most easy example to picture okay so you're doing the bench press you're taking that bar you're pushing it away from your chest over and over and over again and you know that you're going to do this set until you can't anymore and you know you have your heart set on getting this done getting this lift done 12 times then number six gets there and when number six gets there a little voice pops up loud and it wants to negotiate 
hey, listen, I know we said 12, but I think 10, I'm feeling it. I think 10 might be good. We, we can definitely, if we did 10, I think we'd, do, we'd be okay. We'd be okay. We, can, we should do 10. We should do 10. So now that little voice is loud in your head is trying to negotiate you down a little bit. Never negotiates you up for some reason, right? Negotiates, it pulls you down a little bit. But now, if you give in to that voice, if you negotiate down, oh, I'm still working, I'll just do 10 instead of 12. You just took away a significant portion of your work, a significant percentage. But for what? Why? Because you were feeling it in that moment? That's why I don't believe in negotiating with yourself. I think the best thing you can do is not negotiate. I think <laughs> the, 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 old, the old expression, right? When you've ever watched any police procedural programs or movies where there are cops or whatever, they would say they don't negotiate with kidnappers, right? Oh, because if you negotiate with kidnappers, then they're going to keep kidnapping and thinking they can get what they want, blah, blah, blah. Similarly, if you negotiate with that particular moment of self-doubt, that moment while you're doing the bench press, how are you not going to negotiate with yourself in the next moment of weakness? And how are you not going to negotiate with yourself in the moment after that? And the moment after that? And the moment after that? See, that's the thing. Life's going to always give us more opportunities for there to be moments of weakness. Of course, that's how life works. Especially if you're living a life worth living. If you're living a life where you're perpetually pushing yourselves to do more, then those moments are going to be plentiful. Now, here's, here's the good news. Even if you're not living a life where you're pushing yourself, even if you're not continually making the effort to better yourself and find your limits and all these other things that we do in the fitness world, even if you're just living a life of quiet desperation where you do nothing, <laughs> where you're just, uh, your day is you work, you come home, you sit on the couch, you do nothing. You still got stuff you have to do. Right? <laughs> you still have to do laundry. You still got to put the dishes in the dishwasher. You still got to take the dishes out of the dishwasher. <laughs> you, still, you still have to shower. You still do all these things that you have to do. And again, there's still going to be those moments where you're going to negotiate with yourself, where the little voice in your head is going to tell you, nah, you, you can do the laundry tomorrow. It's fine. It's fine. Do the laundry tomorrow. But then what happens tomorrow? Are you going to suddenly develop the strength of will where when the little voice talks to you tomorrow and it asks you to push the laundry up another day, magically you're going to have the strength the next day and you kick the can down the road and then you kick down the can down the road and then you kick the can down the road. Until you wind up in a situation like I was talking about last week where now the project is so immense, right? You have this tremendous undertaking that you have to do and it's so unpleasant and it's so difficult to do, and it takes so much time that now when you do it, you feel like junk about it. You're like, well, that was terrible. And then you leave yourself in a negative connotation anyway. So now you've drawn a negative connotation to that, to that activity in your head. So now the next time it's the day to do that activity, when the next time is laundry day, you're going to kick the can that much easier. Now it becomes that much easier to negotiate. Because once you negotiate with yourself once, you've opened the door. Once you open that door, then it's just easier and easier and easier to do it again. Think about it like you would tell someone uh, who is an addict of some kind, right? They, they don't tell an addict to that, okay, don't do that, but it's okay, you can do that, right? Like, don't do this particular substance that you're addicted to, but it's okay. You can drink and you, you can smoke marijuana and you can do that. You can do that. It's okay. No, they don't tell them that. Not, not the experts anyway. The experts tell them to do exactly the opposite. 
they want a hundred percent stone cold sober. They want zero giving in to those moments because if that person gives in, to, because it, it's a logical progression, especially if you're an addict. Okay, I'm only drinking and smoking marijuana. That that's okay. That's okay. Well, you know, if I'm smoking marijuana, what's what's one pill? What's you know one this? What's one that? And that's how it works back into being a problem again. That's like if you ever met someone who was a recovered alcoholic, many of them won't even have like a glass of wine with you at dinner. And I respect that. Okay, that's their problem because they know what's going to happen if they go down that road. Similarly, I believe the same about negotiating with yourself. I believe the same about negotiating at all, right? Think about it. There are certain businesses where negotiation is the standard, where that's what it is, right? Think about how annoying buying a car is. Oh my God, it's so annoying because you go there and you know, okay, this is the car I want. This is the color, blah, 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 blah. You know, all the things you want. And then you have to play the game. You got to sit there and negotiate back and forth with the salesman. And then he goes, you tell him no. He goes back to the manager. Manager comes out with a dip. And you got to play this negotiation game and it's annoying and it takes forever. And but you just want to leave. You're like, I, at this point, I don't want the car because this game is so annoying to me. That's what you're doing with yourself in those moments. That's what we have to remember. In those moments, we are both the car salesman and we're the person buying the car. That's what we have to remember. We're playing both, we're playing both sides of the board here. That's why we have to remember that we're in control. Because that little voice will be loud if you let it. Sure, it'll be loud. I'm not going to pretend that when I'm working, when I'm working out, when I'm training, when I'm rolling a jiu-jitsu around, when I'm sparring, when I'm hitting the bag, whatever. But there are times when a little voice enters my mind and the self-doubt is there. And I try to negotiate a way out. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom or something like that. Like your brain tells you, oh it's, oh, it's okay. You can just go take that moment. Just, you know, go use the bathroom or whatever. You kind of have to go anyway. It's okay. But then what would happen? Let's put it in a martial drum, right? So I'm rolling with somebody in jiu-jitsu who's giving me a tough round. I'm doubting myself a little. I go into the bathroom. I have to look at my own face when I'm washing my hands. When I look at my own face, am I going to think to myself, oh, good thing you use the bathroom? Or am I going to think coward? I think I'm going to think coward. Because I didn't embrace the moment that I could use to get better. Because the fact that that voice pops up in your head to negotiate with you, that only happened because you were at a crossroads. You were at a difficult moment where you could either choose to push yourself through some difficulty and become a little stronger for it, to embrace some suck, so to speak, and get better because of it. Or you can find an easy way out. And that little voice is going to encourage you to take the easy way all the time. But I think over the past several weeks, we've been hitting on kind of a similar idea here. How important it is to not, to instead find the difficult place, to do the thing where you're challenged, to, to better yourself that way. Because by embracing challenge, not only are you going to make yourself better at whatever it is you're doing. You're going to make yourself better at every other challenge that you're going to face. When you know the way broadly, you will see it in all things. In other words, if you know <clears throat> excuse me, how to deal with one challenge, you know how to deal with another. Right? If you know how to overpower that little voice in your mind one time when he wants to negotiate with you or she wants to negotiate with you, then the next time, when that little voice wants to negotiate again, it's that much easier for you to win. You already know how to win the argument. 
right? It's a very, very simple formula. If you just make it a rule that you don't negotiate with yourself, you don't negotiate with that voice in your head, you don't negotiate with that inner weakness, you'll never be feeding that weakness. There's that old adage about the two wolves, right? Oh, you know, one one's all the evil inside you and the bad, and one's all the good inside you and so forth. Which one wins? One that you feed? Same thing. In those moments where you want to negotiate, you're choosing to feed one of those wolves, right? Are you going to feed that inner voice? Because if you do, it's going to be stronger next time. And then it's going to be that much easier to negotiate next time. By the same token, if you feed the other wolf, it, that voice is that much quieter next time. And it's that much easier to win the negotiation next time. So make it a rule for yourself. Every difficult crossroads you have with this week, where that little voice starts to pop in your head, don't negotiate with yourself. Make it a rule. And then live it. Try it out for the next week for me and see the success that you have. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. I spelled sensei and leonelli earlier on. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Sensei James Leonelli on there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find every place I am on the internet at my link tree that I gave you earlier, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. On there, you can also have the website to Flex Fights on that link tree. So if you want to watch back the pay-per-view, watch some of these awesome fights, listen to me on commentary, it's all right there. Uh, additionally, you can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook or at facebook.com slash smithtown On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsma underscore smithtown. <clears throat> you can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Make sure that you guys leave your rate and review. It just helps. Make sure you guys subscribe, get your new episodes Every Wednesday, don't miss a one. Remember, we are both on YouTube, on video, and everywhere else on audio. And, and that's pretty much all I have for you guys. So until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.